Hey guys, we're back with another incredible episode of Career Talks. You ready? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a special edition of Career Talks here. As always, your host, Orlando Haynes. I had my good friend, uh, for those who seen the post earlier, was supposed to appear Tuesday, normally scheduled. But technical difficulties and things got in the way, and but she trooped it through, and we're doing it on Thursday. So I only do this for, you know, some special people, some special people. So folks that are coming up, future guests, don't ask for Thursdays. This is this is a one-off from my good friend, <laughs> uh, from my good friend, uh, Michelle Beatty. She is an author. If you guys never seen this uh, before, she's written this book uh, about a, a few years ago, Confidently You. Uh, it's actually like a journal to kind of keep yourself on track with your career. Phenomenal book. Um, and she can speak to that more, but I'm excited to share uh, what she's going to bring to the table tonight. She's also, she does career coaching. Speaking topic we're going to get into. And I wonder if she has that mm -hmm. listed as an acronym because the way she, we, we did it, she has a stride. I don't know, but I'm excited to have her on. She had me on her podcast called the Career Tipper Podcast, which is in its third season. I think she rebranded it for the third season, but she is doing phenomenal things here in the state of Florida. Uh, just her background. So let, without further ado, let me welcome my friend uh, and colleague, Miss Michelle Beatty. How are you? Hi, Orlando. Thanks so much. Great intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you trooping through, trooping through. I know thank you. I said technical difficulties, but I know you were a little under the weather. Mm -hmm. um, they want to put your business out there till you know, you were there. <laughs> so <Sorry. laughs> uh, and yeah. don't, don't worry, don't worry, folks. It was not COVID. She is completely healthy and fine. So don't, yes. don't assume anything. But yeah, so uh, I'm so glad I can have you on this side. Um, you originally had me on your podcast, so I, I appreciate that so much for the you know support back then. That was super cool, and uh, and I want to be make sure. It took me long enough to get, to have you on this side and share your expertise. So I will be quiet and let you share with folks more about who Michelle Beatty is. Well, thank you. And everything happens when it's supposed to. So I am a career podcaster. I'm also I'm a, I'm a nine to fiver. I'm a project manager by day. And my passion is career tipper, career coaching, in essence, helping professionals evolve to their professional best. My journey with career tipper started back in 2014. And the message has just continued to evolve um, in regards to helping professionals evolve to your professional best. It started with a blog, then I went to an app, and then the podcast came. And the podcast has just been my my main thing, and I enjoy it Im immensely. And I did write a book, and I've just continued to come up with different narratives that help people with their professional development because professional development requires different conversations. It's not just one specific conversation. So through the podcast, I'm launching and I have launched different narratives that can support people 
through their professional development. So yes, you were referencing skills we charged earlier and then this career tip for itself, it has different professional development conversations that you were a guest for. And then I also have my latest one, which is Create to Connect. And that's my current season that's taking place now. That's cool. You know, I'd never thought about um, giving the, the the new season a, a, um, a title or theme, so to speak. But I like that. I might have to copy you for that. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I didn't even theme this one. So. Uh, and, I, and as of next year, will be my second second season. So uh, absolutely love what you're doing in the space. Share a little bit about uh, more about your book and I'll put it up again for folks. Um, oh, sure. Like yeah. So my book was inspired from my time when I worked in career services. I worked in career services. That's where the genesis of all of this came from, from when I worked in career services and I work with different um, adults and that worked in different industries. So. IT, um, engineering, nursing, criminal justice, business. It's like a variety of industries that the students were pursuing. And so one thing that I noticed all the time, not all the time, but frequently when career coaching with them, strategizing their career plan, mapping out their next steps of the interview process, often it was not that they weren't qualified and it wasn't also that they didn't have the skills that they needed. It was also the fact that they weren't confident. They weren't confident and the, some might label as imposter syndrome. Some might just say self-doubt, but it loomed them, it grasped them. And I really wanted to address that through my efforts with Career Tipper because I wanted them to, I realized if you had confidence and you can move forward and apply for the jobs confidently, you'll interview well, it'll come across well, you'll be able to speak to your skill set effectively, and you'll be able to under, be able to like um, connect the dots to help them understand why you're a good candidate or why you should be chosen. So it just evolved out of that. I wanted to see them succeed and it just has bloomed from there. Love it. Love it. So that's a great segue um, into the topic tonight, you know, keeping keeping your stride and real quickly, just saying hello to uh, Carl Sean Watkins, who's also another phenomenal uh, content creator here on the LinkedIn platform. Thanks for stopping awesome. by, Carl. Um, Hi, for sure. Share with us what what does keeping your stride mean? Because what you just explained and how you themed your you know, your podcast and transition from career coaching to project management, but you're still doing career coaching, your your evolution, right? You, you, you're constantly um, evolving in new seasons, doing new things, which is phenomenal to see. But what does that mean to you, keeping your stride? Well, keeping your stride came to me when I was on hiatus and the pandemic had, start, had started and it was just a lot going on for a lot of people. And a lot of people were getting a second win, you know, fear set in some, for some people it was like the best time in their career and others, it was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm back at square one. Like this isn't beyond their control. Right. So another thing about keep your stride is that one one assumption I get a lot from people is that they're like, Oh, Michelle, well, your content is for new grads or 
someone new to the workforce. But most of my conversations are with seasoned professionals that have been working 10 plus years, 15 plus years. They have families. Um, they're not happy or they're just ready for a change. They might be happy in their job and they just want to change. Mm -hmm. So for those individuals, it's all about keeping your stride. It's like a marathon. Like, you know, you're in, you have your time and your, you have, you put your sweat equity in, you've gotten your degrees, your certifications, you've led teams, you led projects. And it's like, see me, hear me, or, you know, you want to focus on your mental health. And what does that mean for you? How do you keep your stride to navigating to that path or to that opportunity that will get you that um, position that you're looking for? Like, you got to keep your stride. You got to make sure you don't, you know, you have to keep yourself strong in mind. You have to keep yourself strong in your efforts. You have to be consistent. I mean, that's a word that often is said, but it's true. So stride stands for stats. T is for teachable. R is for research. I is for intentionality. D is for development. And E is for engagement. And so for me, when I talk to different um, other career coaches, because I look at career coaches as I don't look at it as any of us as competitors. I feel we're all in this together. All of us have an amazing message and we all can work together. And that's why I don't shy from having career coaches on my podcast, because I feel our messaging just empowers the listener with other perspectives, because I believe professional development needs different narratives and discussions. So that's really important to me. And so just talking with other career coaches and just talking to my followers and those that DM me that helped them, I'm like, okay, let's 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 get this going. So when it comes down to your stats, you gotta know them. You gotta know your career wins beyond listing them on your resume. Like you know you need to list your percentages and things of that nature and your numbers and how many people you manage, like general not to be general, but let people know the weight of your expertise and credibility. But your stats can also motivate you, remind you of all the excellent that you are able to do. They're also the qualifying, because you don't want anyone to say something to you often that you don't know. Usually feedback is not a surprise. You know to a degree if you're in tune to your development. So when it comes to stats, yes, they're great for your resume. Yes, they're a motivator, but they also can help you dictate your next step when you're navigating you're, you know, in keeping your stride, where do you need to focus? Do you need to focus on certifications? Do you need to focus on, you know, your soft skills? What is that? What does that look like for you? And how are you going to quantify it so you can not repeat the same lesson? Because as we all know, you keep repeating the lesson until you learn the lesson. <laughs> so there we have it. So when it comes to teachable, I often reflect upon my time working in retail where you would hear perception is reality. So sometimes for some people, it could be an ego thing, but oftentimes it's not. It's not that at all. It's just you, it, you've gone through harsh feedback before. It's abrasive. It doesn't feel good. Um, or you're like, I want to learn, but it's like a budget thing or a time piece. And you're just trying to figure out how to make it work. So do you look pursue um, free resources, discounted resources. How does that go? But the thing about it is you got to start talking about people so you can usher the information to you. Cause sometimes being in a siloed position in order to get the information doesn't always help you. So you got to talk about it. So that's where I say teachable because you put yourself in a posture of humility to receive the information you need. And of course be a lifelong learner. Like that's a requirement at the end of the day, 
whether you need it or not, we're always learning something. It might not be professionally, but personally, we could be learning something. Because some people, you know, they might feel at peace with their career and like, well, I don't need a lot of professional development. Okay, so professional developments for your career and personal personal development comes down to your quality of life. So you might not focus on that. You might focus on your wellness, your mental wellness, and what how can that keep you calm and steady, Eddie, as you move forward to accomplish your career goals? Because all of us are different, and all of our stories are different too. It's it's uh, one thing you you said uh, pretty uh, that stood out pretty good was. Um, if if in the event you've run across someone that says i don't need any additional professional development like it just makes me think where are you at in life <laughs> to think that you i guess reach that pinnacle point um that you don't need to keep your stride so that's interesting and i'm not sure if you ran into anyone like that uh, i haven't yet but um that's shocking that's shocking that people think like hey I, I'm, I'm good where i'm at well, it could be veterans, like in their, as far as like in their role, not veterans that have, thank you for serving our country, but right. veterans in their roles. And they're just like, they know their team, they know the ebbs and flows of their, of their role, their company, and they're the go-to. So they might not look at it as they need it, but it could be from a managing perspective. You might try to find something new, no judgment. It's just, it comes yeah. down to whatever you feel you need. Got it. So you broke out stats and I love the, the acronym there. Uh, stats, teachable, you said research, research, research. Mm -hmm. Okay. So research, I feel is something that will shine the light on what you need. Like if you know, like for, for me personally, I wanted to expand further as a project manager. So I had to figure out what did that look like for me? What was the right fit role for me? Because you can meet with people and ask them, but at the end of the day, you have to know what you need. So that took me joining organizations like Women of Project Management and getting mentors and working with people and just having conversations so I can figure out what was the right fit for me. But research can also let you know what questions you need to ask. I feel like research uncovers the questions that need to be asked because they connect you to solutions, but they also let you know how to dig deeper. And that's something that we have to be willing to do on an ongoing basis, no matter where we are, because at the end of the day, we're all trying to be creative right now to keep our stride in our workforces and our roles. And just the pandemic just has us all thinking different. So I feel like research is something that we are constantly having to think about, maybe not in a magazine or something like that or, or a periodical, but we're paying attention to patterns. We're paying attention to the ebbs and flows are looking for trends. We're looking for common themes that are going through our conversations that we have with our, and in a review of processes, for example. Got it. Got it. I like that. So um, the stats, the teachable being teachable, which is huge. I think that's, that's a powerful one there as well in, in the research, which is all steps in, in ways to be able to navigate different ways to watch your career. Uh, and, but this is also, uh, suitable for just life lessons. What you this here is like a life lesson. What is what you're teaching? Not necessarily for just career. Um, and, and intentional is the next one. Yes, intentional. Okay. So intentional 
we all, many of us, I'm not going to assume, but many of us know about journaling and affirmations and things of that nature. But when you get weary, right, like you're in the marathon, you're keeping your stride, sometimes like your ankle hurts, you're tired, you're short of breath, and it's like, I can quit. Well, intentionality keeps you going, right? It gets you to keep this because you're like, I have my eye on the prize. I've, you start calculating your stats and what you've done, right? And it, it, it drives you to keep your stride, to keep you going. So for me, one thing that during my hiatus that I had to take um, for a career tipper, I wasn't sure if I was going to return. You and I have had that conversation Mm -hmm. during my, you know, hiatus. And I'm like, I don't know, but it was conversations like I had with you and conversations I had with other people, like several people, it was a theme and it's like, Michelle, but you haven't fulfilled the intention yet. Mm. And it's like, and then as I processed it for myself, I'm like, how many other people have put something down because they were just tired? And it's not that they didn't love it. It's not that they didn't want to do it anymore because that wasn't the case for me. I had just felt like I had, I didn't real, I didn't recognize I needed a second win and I was getting my second win. And when I came back, I came back strong and I came back different. I came back with a different strategy. So instead of doing podcasts on a weekly basis, I do podcasts in seasons. That works for me. Love that. That is huge. That's like a main, you actually answered the question I had next, like what was that epiphany? But you you kind of explained it like, okay, I, I took my break. This is my downtime to reflect, seeing what's working for me, what's best for me. Eh, maybe it's podcasting, maybe it's not. Maybe I just stay focused on the nine to five. But something, what was that spark? So I can still ask this uh, through conversations you had with friends. But what was that spark? And I know someone said because you didn't fulfill the purpose. But there's still right. We can get motivation from anywhere, but mm-hmm. something has to click within those motivational words. What was it about that that was said to you that was like, "All right, I did start this. I lost focus or track or whatever. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it." I hadn't fulfilled the promise to myself. Mm, to yourself. To myself. Mm. And where, what's your goal now with um, as as you come back for the third season? Because you had this this break between your first and second. I had a break. Right now, my mission is to wow myself. Mm. My I'm on a mission. I and that's something I ask people. I feel like I ask people on a regular now, I'm like, have you wowed yourself? When was the last time you wowed yourself? Like, have you really wowed yourself? Because sometimes when you are starting a podcast, starting a brand, whatever it may be, you have to give yourself a learning curve. You have Mm -hmm. to give yourself an adjustment. Sometimes that's long. Sometimes that's short. It just depends. We're all different in how we process and learn. But just because it's a long learning curve for sake of conversation, that does not mean that you're finished. If you just learned it, you might just get starting. Like how sometimes they say to stay in a role, to develop in a role, you should stay in a role 18 to 24 months. So you should give yourself six to four months to learn the same amount of time to um, practice and then show your mastery, right? It's like an increment. It's like a cycle. Well, I think the same thing applies when it comes to career coaching. No one you coach is any different. When you go through podcasting, equipment, platforms, questions, 
did you let them answer the question? You know, it's like you become like your critic, like, you know, learning video, learning live stream, getting, you know, did you get your message across? All that's a part of it. All that's a part of it. So, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm having this question within myself, I'm sure other people have experienced it or are experienced, especially with the pandemic, having a lot of people do a lot of gut checks, right? Mm -hmm. So, what does that mean? For me, it was career tipper, but it also made sure in, in that time, I also was keeping my promise because one thing about my work with career tipper, I want to be my own student to what I tell people. So I was working on my certifications. I got my PMP certification. I got my scrum master certification. So because I wanted to, you know, yes, I've been a project manager. Yes, you don't need your PMP certification to be deemed a project manager, but I personally wanted that credential. It's something I had worked on. And I was like, girl, you got to finish these things that you start. You can't tell people to do it, then you don't do it yourself. So <laughs> just being accountable. And I love that. Um, have you wowed yourself? So let me ask you, um, as you pose that question to yourself, what was, have you wowed yourself? And what was that moment? Because as you're answering, I want to think about where did I wow myself? Because that's that's self-reflection. That's that's pretty cool. I think I'm wowing myself by allowing myself to be creative in how I do my messaging. So through the seasons, yep, I'm continuing the skills recharge, but I'm not locking myself strictly into skills recharge. So one thing I realized is that skills recharge needs to be separate from the podcast. So that's why you see skills recharge and career tipper. The podcast will always be career tipper. It's it's the genesis. It's going to be. And that's fine. But with Skills Recharge, I want to go more into an educational fireside fireside chat with that. Um, not just focus on, I want to focus on skills because that's the one thing moving forward that we all need to, if you're in the job workforce and you're navigating that, it comes down to skills. You got to certify your knowledge, certify this, certify that. So where does that skills and what skills do you need to reboot? What skills do you need to learn? What skills do you need to recharge? So I'm really excited about what I'm brewing with Skills Recharge. And I have a lot of conversations with small business owners that are trying to figure out how to keep their employees current with what they need to do in order to um, be effective and drive productivity. I love that. Uh, so when it comes to and I know we're because this is how I look at the the theme for tonight for this conversation um, as you as we're walking through your journey, um, it's it's actually giving me a lot of thought. So with creating to connect, what is that messaging you're looking to get across um, in your third season of this as you're keeping a strike? OK, so. Keep your stride is going to be a narrative that I'm going to use across all platforms because awesome. I think it applies to all platforms. Create to Connect is a brand new season. It's season one that we're going that I'm in right now. And the second episode dropped today, um, which I'm super excited about. And it was about a creative journey. And one thing I noticed during Skills Recharge season three, when I was talking to different people, professionals and business owners, I don't think people realize they're creative. And if you realize you're creative, then you that's a confidence booster of identifying solutions. 
It's a confidence booster, like no idea is too small. So you're going to be more confident to share your idea. Sometimes people feel that they might not perceive, they might not perceive themselves as creative, but it might be because you haven't been able to put yourself in a space to be creative. Not intentionally, it's just life, right? I know of some people that they wanted to be creative and it led them to therapy and it led them to healing and it led them to launching, you know, a whole side business, be it calligraphy. And like my guest for this week, Biggie, Anthony Bencomo, he launched a whole t-shirt line out of his love for sandwiches. But by day, he works in a nine to five that he's been in the role for years. But he, he, he craved being creative. He felt there was something missing that he needed from navigating processes and executing processes every day. He's like, I need a creative outlet. So he launched a t-shirt line. But I feel like that's just one example from my perception. But I feel if people connect to creativity, if it's just from brainstorming, you got to realize you're creative. We were all born to create. It's not from just a parent child, but ideas. Everything we do comes from our your career talks, my career tipper. It's a form of creation. Mm. Girl, you are dropping some bars here. So <laughs> love it. Love it. So as we're, we're, let's jump back into the acronym STRIDE. Uh, okay. We left off that intention. Next is DEVELOP or DEVELOPMENT. DEVELOPMENT. So that is for a reminder more so for the experts, industry leaders, those that have been in their role forever. It's okay to say you don't know. It's not a, I, I've learned this often not pride or ego. It's just letting that guard down to say, I need help. And you don't have to necessarily do it in private all the time because you might need someone to teach you. Some people are like, I don't mind, but some people might, you know, they might not know a software. So it's like, hey, Michelle, what software do you use for project management, for example? And I'm like, why are you reluctant to ask me? You're trying to grow and be better. You're trying to be efficient. Please ask me because I want to see you win. Like that. So that that's... It's kind of a, a, a combination in my head. It's it's the um, it's the teachable part because you have to recognize that in order to be you know if you're going to be teachable, it requires development. So there's some synergy there with that. Um, the engagement piece. <clears throat> well, break that down for us in, in in terms of how engaged we need to be. Well, while you're cheerleading other people on. Mm -hmm you need to keep a promise to yourself. And I think a lot of people do not keep, generally speaking, do not keep promises to themselves. They are accountable to their families. They are accountable to their jobs, but not always for various reasons are they accountable to their own dreams. And I wonder what it is because we're all, yeah, we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Do we see that it just just your opinion on that topic? Because it's a it's a pretty insightful and big topic uh, or point that you made. Is that because the repercussions we don't view it as it's not that dramatic? You know, it, it, it's myself. I can you know, I can get past it versus a family, a job where it's like, whoa, you failed us. If that possibly, makes sense. Yeah. Possibly. So I'll use myself. One of one of the one that was most recent for me is that the first time I took the PMP exam, I did not pass. I had a very 
intense discussion the day before that shook me. And I was like, I got this. I should have rescheduled the exam. I should have processed that moment, right? And it happens for all of us. Life, unexpected stuff comes up in life. And I was just in this zone of, I'm going to get this done. I have studied. I have, you know, done, you know, I was just driven in tunnel vision. And I should have stepped back and said, you know what, Michelle, press pause, reschedule. You could, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been at the time when I wanted it, but I could have rescheduled and put myself in a better mental space. But I felt I can, you know, I'm strong in mind. I got that, but I, it, I was, I was not. I should have taken a step back, and I did not pass. And then second try, knocked it out the park. Knocked it out the park, but that's also, it took me six months to go and take the test again. Oh, okay. I didn't go right back. Got it. Got it. Right? And I feel like that's just a small example, but for our conversation, it works. It's like something like that. How many people have taken the PMP exam and not passed and never went back again? Mm -hmm. And they just mask it with something else. Got it. Yep. That make that makes complete sense. So so cheer people on, right? The engagement mm-hmm. because we need the camaraderie, right? You and I are supporting each other. This is a form of engagement, right? It's like okay, Orlando, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna not show up for you. Let's figure out how to make this happen, and we did, and I'm grateful for that. That's engagement. That's holding us both accountable. That's giving us both the chance to work on our interviewing and talking and discussion and, you know, articulating what we're doing and planning for the future. But at the same time, it's also making sure I'm working on my, I'm engaged with my own development. I'm engaged with, you know, being accountable and being, keeping my promise to myself. So it's like you said, it's a synergy. It all kind of flows together. How does that happen? And it's just, it all comes together. But in talking to people and just being accountable myself, the stride piece, that's legit for so many people, no matter where you are in your career. If you're new or if you're a seasoned worker, we're all trying to keep our stride. So how would you coach someone on beginning to lay out, if you would, a a stride plan, right? Oh, Sure. Well, I would say start with the SWOT analysis. Let's go traditional foundation. Mm -hmm. I would say let's do a SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis. Let's identify your strengths, weaknesses. I say areas of growth. I would say AKA areas of growth, opportunities and threats. And what does that look like? What are your, okay, your strengths? What are you like always getting praised for? What is that, right? How does this, how does this work for you? And then your areas of growth, AKA weaknesses, what is that feedback you keep avoiding that you're like, uh, I hear you, but I don't hear you. Like we all have it, right? Like, what, 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 what's this? what are you trying to say to me? But you know, it's true. You just right. don't want to, you know, I'm not ready to address that. So we have that and opportunities are like, what could you be missing out on by not developing or what do you want to do? Because it just has, it just simply interests you. It's just an interest. And what can, and then I feel like when you pursue that, you do your research and you figure out, hey, 
this interests me, that might open up a whole nother world of opportunities that you didn't know you qualified for, which I really feel is a great opportunity when you identify your opportunities is that's where you find out the bedrock of your transferable skills. Got it. Got it. And yeah. I, I want to have a question because again, everything you're talking about and um, it's, it's so on point with keeping a stride. So when you thought of skills recharge, and I always wanted to ask you this, um, as you, cause this is when you did it, you didn't have a PMP skills recharge came out, then you shot over it and got your P. I remember that, that conversation, um, and like, oh, wow, you're getting out of this and you're going to project. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then skills recharge. I was like, were you looking at, let me just ask plainly, what drove you to do that? Was it market conditions? Was that self-assessment you were looking at? Was it the promise you were trying to keep to yourself, uh, trying to wire yourself? What made you shift your path um, and then give it a brand, a brand name, Skills Recharged? That was based off my research years ago. Um, I think the first season started in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, 2017 or 2018, the first season of Skills Recharge. And that came off of just researching industries and the gig, econ the, the content gig economy has been around for a while. It's not mm -hmm. new, but the rise of the gig economy. And when I looked at the, the breakdown from a global perspective, there's a lot of work we all need to do in the U.S., as far as compared to other countries that have been doing the gig economy for a while, right? So, and you look at the trajectory of our workforce as we see it continue to unfold, okay, we need to really be competitive. What does that mean? Like we are competitive and we are leaders 100%, but at the same time, we all have to figure out with because of artificial intelligence, because of technology, and now with the pandemic, how are we going to keep our skills recharged? How are we going to stay competitive? How are we going to stay higher ready? That's important. And a lot of people know it. It's just they might not talk about it, but I'm, I'm pretty confident it's something that a lot of people think about, um, whether they vocalize it or not. Um, and they might do it subconsciously when they're researching jobs or understand their industry or talking with colleagues. It's all about connecting the dots. Like and that. for some people, it's about just their legacy. It's not even about a job. It's just their legacy. This is it, pur is it purpose? So everyone has different things. It's not the same. It's, there's none of what we do and what we encourage people to do is cookie cutter. We just give them connectors, right. reminders, guides. But none of it's cookie cutter because all of our lives are different. Our goals are different. Yep. And you touched on, actually, you touched on that earlier when you said that it's the different perspective. Like when you have folks, different career coaches on your, on your platform, you're not, you're not intimidated by it, but it's just bringing a completely different perspective. So it, it's not, so it can't be cookie cutter because you think differently. I think differently. Everyone else, the end goal may be similar within the ballpark, but yeah, you have to resonate with which path is going to work for you. Thus the need for you know, different insights and things like that. So as we talk about, um, you know, keeping your stride, how much of is mentoring involved in this? And do, do you have a mentor that's that kind of helped and guided you uh, or guiding you through this? No, but I have a mentor. Okay. I think uh, keep your stride is something that people can use to assess themselves. I don't 
perceive it as a tool that you have to have a mentor. I'm like, hey, I think it's something if you keep a journal, I think, you know, even when you do your most companies, when you do your annual mid-year review, you have to review yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a guide, another guide that can help you along your way, or you can use it with your mentor to determine what you need to do. I've created a whole course on it at skillsrecharge.com. And people can go and download it for free and get the downloads and just review the content and they can do that themselves. Or if they want to do career coaching, that's always an option too. So talk about a little bit what's in your program, not, not to share too much, but um, if you want to go right ahead, if it's, it's free a for further the breakdown of, of stride of keep your stride is extension of um, my presentation of what I did with orlandojobs.com at their diversity job fair. So it's a continuation of that along with downloads. And then of course I have the videos on YouTube. If you want to watch the breakdown of that at Career Tipper, I have that as well. And then I'm just going to continue the narrative in different ways. And I'm just really going to be like, hey, keep your stride because right now I think it's something that we all just need that out of boy, out of girl in a very accessible way. You said that's at keepyourstride.com? Oh, it's at skillsrecharge.com. Skillsrecharge.com. Got it. Let me, I'm going to put that in the feed here. So people Thank you. Can, can catch it. Absolutely. Skillsrecharge.com. Hopefully I spelled it correctly. <laughs> that is not my strong suit. So skillsrecharge. Oh, add a D. Add a D. Recharge. Yep. Got it. Awesome. So, so as, as we're talking again, I, and I keep saying that same phrase because it, it is resonating with me. Um, how are you planning to keep your stride for the future through your, let me ask a better question. Does the stride program or um, what you have laid out, is there a constant evolution to it? Do you see each year you're going to be like, okay, Things that I've gone through or seeing in the market, I'm going to add this to that. And what does that look like as we about to leap right into 2022? Well, yes, it's definitely an evolution. I think I think it's I want it to represent what we all do go through with our professional development is evolving. Right. And evolving to our professional best. So for sure, it's an evolution. But right now I'm in a season of launching different narratives. Just keep putting things out there to get the conversations going. My DMs are lit. <laughs> they might not always post on the comments, but I get emails and DMs, which is perfect because the conversations are happening. So a lot of times people just need insight and clarity of what they can pursue. Like they know they want to leave, I don't know, they want to leave a customer service role and they mm -hmm. want to get into project management. What does that look like? Some people don't even feel that they can qualify to take the PMP, but you just need someone to add clarity to demystify things. Or if you want to go into IT and cybersecurity, who do who do you talk to to understand what does that mean? Or if you want to get your um, try management, how do you acquire management experience? A lot of what I've realized and I continue to realize is that people just need people to share their knowledge, give them insight and not hoard it. And the one thing about the culture that so many people are contributing to is sharing that freely. 
Yes, some of it might need to have a price tag for some people, but in passing, hey, did you try this? Should you try that? And a lot of time that's like clearing the cobwebs for so many people by just sharing your knowledge. And that's why I'm always encouraging people to share your knowledge. You're an expert. We all, everyone we meet knows something that the other person does not know. So we can always learn from people, but are you willing to share it? Which really oftentimes goes back to confidence. Do you feel like what you're sharing is valid and credible? And nine times out of 10, it is. That's interesting. That's interesting you say that. So my, my next question would be, as you listen through each season of your podcast, the conversation to me, at least to me, the conversations change. So like your recent one, um, I saw the the post for it, which is a gentleman who, like you said, got creative with sandwiches. Like you start to think like creative with sandwiches. What, what? <laughs> is this about entrepreneurship? Is it still about career skills recharge? Is it a culmination of all? What, it's what about is, creating to connect. And connect in terms of just share with what does that mean to you? So this season, like my first one was a creative mind. Like I did an introduction of it and I explained why I wanted to do it because I believe that one of the things that people are, excuse me, that people are missing or are not always honoring, honoring, not missing, honoring is that they have, there's, we all have some form of creativity. It's not necessarily artwork or you know, a form of art, right? Creativity comes in different ways. And for some, it's like a given, like, Michelle, I know that. But I'm like, do you practice it? Do you exercise it? You can know it, but do you feel that it applies to you? Because it is a part of you, but do you recognize that? And I know when I put the post on Instagram and asked, I think it was like 69% said no. And the remainder said yes. They realized, they said that 69% said they did not perceive themselves to be creative. Got it. And I wonder if they think of it as as most folks would think, yeah, they're artistic in nature and can develop things versus, um, you know, just come up with a new idea mm -hmm. from time to time. So so is it that in, and again, I, I may ask the question four different ways. And I get that from my wife. Oh, Are you no. trying to spark? No, no, no. Great. You're on the great point. Are you sparking the the connect having people create their creativity through this through this season? Um, I'm sharing different ways people do. So this week it's yeah, Biggie, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. Biggie, and I intentionally shared that he's a nine to fiver. And he, if you listen to the interview or you watch the interview on YouTube, he shares like initially in the interview, he was like, he felt there was a void. And I'm like, if he felt that way, I think a lot of people might feel that way. They're, they, they're missing it, right? So they're missing Ex executing that in their lives or experiencing that in their life. So I just thought his story was so unique and clever, right? So I wanted people to be aware of him and his whole, and it's been a movement. Like he talks about um, how he uses his, not only to have creativity blooming in his world, but he also, through him being creative, mm -hmm. he has established a community where it not only shares his love for sandwiches, which he says is the king of meals because you can have it <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, right? But he also talks about how he's been able to support local businesses. And he goes mm -hmm. and like his um, pre-pandemic, his sandwich meetups and how he drove business to local sandwich shops like Mondays and Tuesdays of the week when business is slow and have these meetups. So from his creativity, he's getting his creative juices going, right? 
um, he's doing something that excites him, right? Because he's like, his nine to five is great, but he wanted something else. So he created that for himself. He's empowering the community. And he's also get, putting smiles on people, making people happy. Like I've seen people, um, my, hold on. My 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 power cord just unplugged. I'm sorry. No worries, no worries. It's the fun part of doing live broadcasting. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> my phone, I'm sorry. You you are fine. Don't worry. That's the okay, fun part. I'm back, and I'm plugged in. So you know, he. I've seen. I've been to um one of one of Biggie's events, and one of, well, no, I was at Florida BlogCon, and one of the gentlemen there that shared that he had attended one of Biggie's events, he had shared he was new to the area, he saw Biggie stuff, and he went to a sandwich meetup, and he was like, I needed to connect to a community. Well, from that one sandwich meetup, these people have evolved to literally be his family, like he, he defines them as his best friends. But at that time, they had been friends for like three like three years. Wow, Sam, this this is news to me. Sandwich meetup, the king of the king of meals. I love that. His that's brand pretty, is phenomenal. Cool. Yeah, his brand cool. is phenomenal. Like you, he wraps everything like a sub in a brown paper bag, and he puts the deli notes on there. His receipts are deli notes. <laughs> that's yeah. I was about. To, yep, that is creative. That's absolutely creative. I think your your this season sound it's gonna it seems like it's going to be very inspirational, and it's going to start having people do a a look at themselves and say and question like am I like I, I think and that's I fine and challenge themselves so that's that's cool. This is going to be a fun season. I'm completely okay with that because yeah. that's what I want, right? Exactly. That's what I want. And I know someone asked, well, Michelle, how do you see a creative? Well, for me, I love having many masterminds. So like someone like yourself or other people that are, and I specifically have my many masterminds with other career coaches or they are in the industry um, from HR recruiting mm -hmm. because iron sharpens iron from my perception. So I like to have those conversations because you can go left and then you come back in and then you extract what you want. So that's like a form of blue sky thinking but the next one is best hour um best was the founder of florida BlogCon, um florida swim network she just wrote a brand new book about community building right mm -hmm. so that's gonna be amazing that's a great episode and then next up i have kathy francois and kathy is talking about storytelling and i specifically wanted kathy because she works in higher education so in career services. So like what I was doing when I was in career services, she's still doing every day, working with different students at different stages in life, pursuing different careers. So she's helping them master telling their story from a professional standpoint. So she shares some fantastic information when it comes to that. Then the other interview is gonna be on video content creation mm. with Zaylee Barclay. She's amazing. Um, she works with Thinkific a lot. She has her conferences through them. And she shares just a lot of gems that are beyond video content creation, but it does, it is rooted in creativity. And then the season ends with David Tan. He's the founder 
of um, Tantrum Agency out of Atlanta. And he's worked with major brands like Oshkosh Gosh, Bed Bath & Beyond. And he used to work with the Atlanta Hawks. And now he has his own agency consultancy that he runs with his own team. And he's talking about the business of a creative. So wow. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And that was just from me wanting to just share content, like you said, that gets people thinking they are probably creative and don't know it, but that might give you another confidence to do something you've been dragging your feet about. I get excited about seeing other people keep their promises to themselves and fulfill what their dreams are. So whatever that is, I want to see people do it, whether you do it short term or long term. We life is too short to not check it off your list. Amen to that. Amen to that. So in being mindful of your time, uh, I wanted to ask this last question. Okay. What's what stride are you looking forward to next for you, for you, Michelle? What I do with career tipper. Got it. Mm. Yeah, we can we can have some some off 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 live conversations about that. And I have lists everywhere <laughs> of like things I want to do, and it's like, okay, awesome. Michelle, time awesome. and a place. What does that look like? But I think that's where collaboration is so key mm -hmm. because you don't have to do it alone. And I think one of my biggest lessons right now is the whole video thing because I'm like I. I do have a video editor and they're phenomenal at what they do. Right. And I'm like, okay, but what about that? Like Michelle, that's a lighting issue. I'm like, okay. As you, um, I'm having it now. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. Or they're like, um, Michelle, you need to let the guests finish their, finish their statement. I'm like, <laughs> I got excited. What do you want me to say? So it's a lot of lessons. Yeah. Um, they're like, uh, that, that's a host issue. Not, not my part. <laughs> You're like, wow, thanks. Can you edit that? <laughs> I own it 100% right. because audio of a podcast only is, to me, is different from doing audio and video because yeah. audio, they need to hear you say yes or no. But if you're doing video, it's just in different and it's a heightened experience. But, you know, they say you have to get it from the camera. That's like, you know, where we're going. So I was like, okay, Michelle, that was something that I wanted to get over for myself is to be more visible. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one of my things that, um, as we're sharing is I've never done this by myself. So I've never come on and done, you know, like a 30 minute presentation or gave content. And that was my biggest fear in starting. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. So I was like, let me just leverage my, my, my interviewing skills for the past 20 years and just bring guests on, just bring guests on. So at some point next year, I'm gonna hold myself accountable. That's probably going to be, um, a 2022 wild mo wild myself moment for me to be like, okay, and put something together and just talk to the camera for 20 minutes. It's a lot easier, obviously to have a guest, uh, on, uh, that's, that's my comfort zone, but I, I gotta get out of that comfort zone, um, and just share some of my knowledge i've seen you speak at job fairs yeah it's different we got people in front of you but when you're just doing it at a camera <laughs> that's it where is it's different started. it's definitely different and i actually i had a guest on 
way early this year who she was a um, she was a newscaster. Right. So that was her expertise. Um, I forgot it was CNBC in one of those. Um, but that was her expertise to just look into the camera and, and do it. So and it's just like it, it's a different beast. It's a different beast to just, you know, uh, do it in front of a live audience or with a guest online. Either way, uh, before I, let me stop before I start rambling. Uh, thank you again, Michelle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kudos for you for even doing it. And I and I and my my whole thing is I just want to, like I said, and I and that's so sincere for me. I just want to see people evolve to their professional best. Yeah. And if I share information that can help them do that in the most simple way, then so be it. Then mission accomplished. I know they say oh, you've just changed one life, but it's true. Because you don't know what your efforts are that you're doing. And that's all of us. We don't know. I'm sure a lot of us have said, if you told us five years ago, we would have a podcast. Someone's like, uh-uh, but here we are podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. So, or becoming authors of books or coaching or, you know, writing, going back to school or starting the business or teaching or mentoring. Mentoring alone is huge, yeah. right? Just mentoring. So I we're keeping a stride. We're keeping yeah, a stride. For sure. <laughs> Before we even knew it, we were doing it. So uh again, I, I appreciate you, Michelle, uh, for just your expertise, always showing up, everything like that. I can't wait to see what 2022 holds for you. Great um, things for both of us. Absolutely. And we will collaborate again, like we spoke about offline. I'm gonna tap you for that. Absolutely. Uh, to get that going. So, uh, folks, uh, for the folks that are just jumping in, we're, we're about to close out, but I appreciate you, Diana, for always Hi, Diana. Uh, for, for joining us. My good friend, uh, Mr. Rogers, he's a hey, sharp Rogers. If you haven't had him on your, I don't want to put anything out there, but I, Roger, we're going to connect. I'm going to send you a message to, to have you on in, in 2022, but he, sharp dude in the career space and he has a podcast too yeah yeah I, I i got on that and i'm ready to return the favor for him but he's a sharp sharp brother um and doing his thing dude so appreciate you rogers for, for stopping by well folks i'm gonna let this young lady go so she can enjoy her evening again michelle appreciate you so much for your time and your wisdom uh Thank don't you go yet i'm gonna just absolutely i'm gonna just close this out real quick so hold on one second for me Hey, everybody. Thanks again for watching another episode of Career Talks. My sole mission is to provide actionable advice for job seekers that will impact their career and ultimately their life. But I need your support. So if you can simply subscribe to the podcast so I can take this message further, I would greatly appreciate it. I look forward to your support and I'll see you next week.